Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa, www.islamhouse.com. It's pleased to present to you this lecture. Shurori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu fala mudillalah. Wa man yudlil fala hadiyalah. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد إن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين. I praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and He's the only one worthy worship. I seek His help, His guidance and His forgiveness. I believe in Him and I trust Him. I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah, and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen, and I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. All Muslims must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is his sunnah. The words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of al-Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of al-Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To the best of your ability, fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with you. And like to welcome all of you for a new class in our series concerning tafsir. Uh, of last juz of Al-Quran part 30 and today inshallah we're dealing with a new surah which is surah Al-Infitar surah Al-Infitar 
Surah number 82. As usual, uh, we recite the Surah in Arabic. After this, we go to read the translation, word by word. After this, we give a general understanding about the surah. After this, we go for the tafsir. Surah Al-Infitar, Surah 82. A'udhu Billahi Samia Al-Alimi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا السماء فطرت وإذا الكواكب انتثرت وإذا البحار فجرت وإذا القبور بعثرت علمت نفس ما قدمت وأخرت يا أيها الإنسان ما غرك بربك الكريم الذي خلقك فسواك فعدلك في أي صورة ما شاء ركبك كلا بل تكذبون بالدين وإن عليكم لحافظين كراما كاتبين يعلمون ما تفعلون إن الأبرار لفي نعيم وإن الفجار لفي جحيم يصلونها يوم الدين وما هم عنها بغائبين وما أدراك ما يوم الدين ثم ما أدراك ما يوم الدين يوم لا تملك نفس لنفس شيئا والأمر يومئذ لله Again, this is Surah Al-Infitar, which is the Meccan Surah, Surah number 82. And inshallah, we're going to start now to see the meaning of the words. Iza, which means when, as-sama, the heaven in Fatarat is cleft a thunder. Verse number two. 
وَإِذَا الْكَوَاكِبُ انْتَثَرَتْ وَإِذَا وَمِذْأَنْدْ إِذَا هُوَنْ الكواكب is a noun plural the single of it is كوكب which means stars الكواكب the stars verse number 3 وإذا البحار فجرت ومنذ أن إذا منذ أن البحار is a noun is a plural and the single of it is بحر البحار means the seas or the oceans fujirat is a verb first force verse number four وَإِذَا الْقُبُورُ بُعْسِرَتْ wa means and إذا when القبور is a noun is in a plural form and the single is قبر القبور means the graves بعثرت is a verb in the best tense which means turned upside down verse number 5 عَلِمَتْ نَفْسٌ مَّا قَدَّمَتْ وَأَخَّرَتْ علمت is a verb attached to تاء التأنيث علم best tense that know to know نفس a soul ما what قدمت is a verb قَدَّمَ means to send for to send forward wa means an أَخَّرَت from أَخَّرَ a verb left behind Verse number 
6 يا ايها الانسان ما غرك بربك الكريم يا is a term to use to call somebody means oh al insan man ma what gharaka deceive you or made you careless بربك the back means with رب means lord the ka is a pronoun your your lord بربك with your lord الكريم the most generous one الكريم is a noun Describing Allah and one of Allah's names. Verse number seven. الذي خلقك فسواك فعدلك الذي means who. خلقك a verb which خلق means to create خلقك created you فسواك فذن سوا fashion the ك pronoun means you so فسواك That means then he fashion you. فَعَدَلَكَ Straighten you up or give you due proportion. Verse number eight. في أي صورة ما شاء ركبك في means in أي whatever Surah means a form or a picture. Ma, what? Sha'a, a verb, means world. Rakkabaka, from rakkaba. Mean to put together. Rakkabaka put you together. We're going to stop here.
up to verse number 8, and we come back to it, inshallah. A general meaning to these verses, the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. When the heaven is cleft, is thunder, and when the stars have fallen and scattered, and when the seas are passed forth, and when the grains are turned upside down, a person will know what he has sinned for and left behind. O oh man, what has made you careless about your Lord, the most generous, who created you, fashioned you perfectly, and gave you due proportion in whatever form he will. He brought you together. Okay? This surah, this general tafsir now, surah al-infitar. Surah al-infitar is a Meccan surah, i.e. been revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before his migration to al-Madina this surah consists of 19 verses the subject of the surah is description to the signs of the day of judgment The events that will be taking place before and during the day of judgment. And also it talks about the day of judgment and whatever is going to be happening in that day concerning the people of hellfire and the people of Jannah. As we stated before, the statement of Rasulullah ﷺ, which reported by Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, Abdullah ibn Umar, is saying, مَنْ سَرَّهُ أَنْ يَنْظُرَ إِلَى الْقِيَامَةِ رَأِيَعَيْنِ فَلْيَقْرَأْ إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ فَطَرَتْ وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ Whosoever want to view the day of judgment, let him recite or read Surah Al-Takwir, Surah Al-Infitar, and Surah Al-Inshikaq. We already spoke about Surah Al-Takwir before. So today we have one of the surahs that Visualize the day of judgment. And start with the talking about what's going to happen with some of Allah's creation. Like the sky, the stars, the oceans, and these things will be happening before. 
And after this comes about what's going to happen to the graves. And this in the day of judgment. So it started with إِذَا السَّمَاءُ فَطَرَتْ That when the sky is been split and open and cracked and this will be happening as a result of the effect of the day of judgment as well as the coming of the angels in troops in crowds from their dwelling places which is the heaven and the skies so now they be coming down to the earth to attend the day of gathering, the great and the serious day. And also the change will be happening to the stars. It's not going to continue anymore to be in its place. It's no any longer is going to be decoration for the heaven. Neither is going to be direction for the travelers to know the east from the west. Because it's going to be falling from its place and going away from its place. And the third thing will be to the oceans, the seas, the running water. وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ فُجِّرَتْ The Bihar, the oceans, the seas, the rivers, the miles, the frauds, the lakes, all these waters, this running water, became like one single ocean, and became mixed together. The sweet and the salty. No more barriers between them. Be gushing. Drowning. Flooding. Mixing together. وَإِذَا الْقُبُورُ بُعْثِرَتْ And now this will be a sign and mark to the coming and the approaching of the day of judgment. And when the day of judgment is taking place, now the qubur, the graves, turn upside down, is not built anymore, is not in the proper construction anymore is not covered anymore everything been in chaos no more lines no more orders no more private places private halls 
exactly if you have, you build a nice puzzle, and here you're a child walking, not paying attention, he step, everything then misorder. It's not there anymore as it's supposed to be. So what's up is down, and what's down is up, and what's in is out. As a result of this, the dead people, they are not dead anymore. Those people who have been laying down for years and years and century and century, Allah knows best for how long? They are no longer dead. They are no longer laid. They are standing, looking, staring, right and left. Moving the dirt from their heads and their eyes. Try to see what is going on. It's a surprising event. And in that moment, عَلِمَتْ نَفْسٌ مَّا قَدَّمَتْ وَأَخَّرَتْ In that day and in this moment, every soul, every human being will get to see what they have brought forth from good deed from tzedakah, from charity, from things pleasing to Allah, what they had saved in their account for the akhirah, what did they plant in the dunya so they can harvest and gather it and see the result and the fruit in the day of judgment. And you will always get to see and recognize what they had delayed and left behind. How many salah they neglect. How many opportunity they have to learn and they didn't learn. How many Ramadan they miss intentionally with no excuse. They will see the good they did and they will see the wrong. They see what they advanced and saved and what they left behind due to laziness or not being concerned, everything will be present there. The good person will be sorry that he didn't do good more and more, and more. And the bad person, and the sinner, he will feel sad that he didn't repent and stop the wrongdoing that they were doing. Everybody will be sorry. Those who did good, they will see the reward. They will see the reward and the blessings, and they wish that they did more and more. Because the blessing and the reward is so great, so they will wish that they did more, they pray more, they give more, 
sadaqah fi sabilillah they learn and they practice more and those who fell short they will feel sorry that they did not stop what they were doing wrong after this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying talking to the human being talking to mankind يا أيها الإنسان ما غرك بربك الكريم أمن كان يا أيها الإنسان you are a man you are a human you are intelligent you are the smartest creation So, did you take advantage of being insane, being human, being having mind and sense? Oh man, what make you and cause you not to care or to show enough respect to the order of your Lord? What cause you? to answer the call of everybody and neglect the order of your Lord. What caused you to do this? What have deceived you? What make you careless? You don't care about Allah. While He is your Lord, And he is the most generous one. So, number one, Allah bring you to your senses and reminding you that you are supposed to be a sensible person with mind and sense. So he call you by saying insane. And after this is questioning you, in a nice way, what had make you curse? Ignoring, forgetting, neglecting, although it's not supposed to be. Neglecting who? Not paying attention to who? He say, Rabbika, your Lord. Although if He is your Lord, that means there is no way for your existence without Him. With no way for your development without Him. With no way for your survival without Him. With no way for you to do anything. Without His will and His permission and His assistance and His help. Although that He is your Rabb, and He is your Lord, and He is the one who has assisted you with everything, but you didn't pay Him enough attention. Neither you care about His order. So you will run to the school, but you don't run to the mosque. You will run to everything almost except His order. Or that you will give priority to everybody's order and command and request 
and his command and his request will be the last or the least that you think about it. Is this because that he is the most generous? Is this because he's so patient with you? Is this because he continues to shower you with his blessings that you treat him in this manner? Is this right? Is this supposed to be? Ya ayyuhal insan, ma gharraka bi rabbika al-kareem. O mankind, what caused you, made you careless about your Lord, the most generous, with his generosity, was not enough for you to turn to him and listen to him and to make him your priority? Was not enough that he is your Lord, so as a result of this, you bought him as the first in your life? It's not enough that he made you man? He didn't make you a stone or a rock? He didn't make you an animal or a bird? Was not enough that he made you sensible with mind, with soul, with the feeling, so you can acknowledge him and submit to him? This was not sufficient for you to obey him and to surrender yourself willingly to his will? مَا غَرَّكَ بِرَبِّكَ الْكَرِيمِ You forgot that he is the one who created you, and he is the one who fashioned you, and he is the one who put you in the best shape. الَّذِي خَلَقَكَ فَسَوَّكَ فَعَدَلَكَ He was so generous with you. And in addition to this, he is the one who created you perfectly, fashioned you in the best manner, and gave you your way of looking in due proportion. The arm will fit with the size of your body. You don't see your nose, half of your face. Neither you see your arm dragging to the ground. He did not create you any kind of creation. But he created you, and this itself is a favor. And after this he perfectly fashion you. He makes you look good. You have hair, you have eyes, you have lips, you have nose. And when he gives you your nose and your lips and your eyes, he didn't make these things any place. He made it in the right place in way of convenience for you to move and look and to listen and to hear and to bite and to kiss. Look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the lips out. 
He did not make your teeth sticking out. But he covered it with lips. And made this teeth for the chewing and the cutting. But he covered it with lips to look nice. And look how he made your tongue to be there. So when you want to talk, now you can open your lips. And how it's going to be out, is not out, sticking to the dust and the dirt and the flies. He put it in a place to be protected. And make it so moisture that it can move the food from side to side. And can wet the food to be easy to be chewed. Why you don't think? Why you don't reflect? All the things make you deceive, make you curse, don't care about your Lord. That because he was so kind to you, patient with you, created you, fashioned you. Make you look good, make you walk in your two feet, not inform like animals. Is this the return to Allah? Is this the result that He make good to you? He been good to you. You been ugly to Him. You disbelieve in Him. You pray when you pray to Him anything. You finish your prayer in two minutes. What caused you to be cursed? Don't care. You sit in front of the computer for one single program, two and three hours. But you could not stand before him in prayer for ten and fifteen minutes. Woe to you. Woe to you. It's not the way it's supposed to be. Is it the reward of goodness? Nothing but a goodness? If so, why are you turning away from him? Oh man, what has made you careless about your Lord? The most generous. Who created you? Fashioned you? perfectly, and give you due proportion, in whatever form he willed, he put you together. It's his will. was not your choice. The way he wants, the way how he likes, not the way you want. You don't know too good to decide for yourself. Where is the eye should be, and where is the foot should be. He took care of this for you. You don't have to think about it. What you got to say to Allah in the day of judgment, when He asks you, what makes you don't care not to pay attention not to respect his Lord, his order, his rules. When Ibn Umar heard this verse, he said, the only thing had deceived him was Allah, that he is so ignorant about Allah. And Qatada, he said, 
The only thing deceive him is the shaitan. And Ibn Ayyad said, if Allah ask me in the day of judgment, what make you careless concerning me? I would say, because you bought your veils on me, that me, that you had cover my fault, that you conceal my faults, this what make me taking advantage of your generosity and your patience. And subhanallah, Allah didn't say what had make you careless with your Lord, the most stronger one or the most wise one, but he said, what caused you to be careless with your Lord, which is the most generous one? Indeed, brothers and sisters, it is a serious problem. It is out of Allah's generosity that He's given us, but, but we misusing this generosity. Look how Allah is so patient with us. How Allah keep giving to us. How many times we disobey Him. How many times we made a sincere repentance and we, con we came back to the same sin. How many and how many. You know and I know and Allah only knows more than what we know. How many times we turn away from Him? And how many times instead of being grateful and thankful, we've been sinful and been hard-hearted? So we beg Allah's forgiveness. We beg Allah to soften our hearts. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who really are not deceived in Allah's generosity and those who are careless to their Lord that we respect His orders and His laws and His limits more than any other limits and anybody else's order but that is because Kalla بَلْ تُكَذِّبُونَ بِالدِّينَ إِنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ لَحَافِظِينَ كِرَامًا كَاتِبِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ كَلَّا كَلَّا بَلْ تُكَذِّبُونَ بِالدِّينَ وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ لَحَافِظِينَ كِرَامًا كَاتِبِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ كَلَّا This is the term 
like a warning, like he say, you better stop, you better wake up, enough is enough. Let's see these words first, word by word. Kalla nay bel but tukadibuna you deny the verb belied a deen the judgment wa inna verly This is verse number 10. وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ لَحَافِظِينَ Verily, عَلَيْكُمْ upon you لَحَافِظِينَ Those who make حِفْظ Those who record your action and your saying Angels كراما كاتبين أنربل writing down verse number 12 يعلمون ما تفعلون the new what are you doing From alima ya'lamu, to know, ma, what, taf'alun, you do. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, same. Nay. Translation to this verses. Saying, nay, but you deny a deen. But verily over you are appointed angels in a charge of mankind to watch you. Honorable, writing down your deeds. They knew all that you do. The general, tafsir, kalla, nay. You should stop this. Be careless with your Lord, ignoring his order and his command. And don't take advantage of his generosity and his patience because this it came as a result of weak iman and weak faith in the day of judgment your action came as a result of not believing in the day of judgment because if you believe in the day of judgment you are not going to be doing so
if you believe
الدين the day of judgment يوم الدين دين means the recompense ثم ما أدراك ما يوم الدين ثم then ما what أدراك to know make you to know ما what يوم day الدين recompense يوم لا تملك نفس لنفس شيئا والأمر يومئذ لله يوم إذي لا نو نفس إصول تملك on to possess or have power and mighty شيئا anything والأمر الأمر the affair or the decision يومئذ the day لله for Allah General Translation Verily The Abrar will be In delight Paradise And verily the Fajar The wicked Will be in a blazing fire Therein They will enter And taste the burning flame On the day of recompense And they i.e. the fujjar, the wicked one, will not be absent therefrom. And what will make you know what is the recompense is? Again, what will make you know what is the day of recompense is? It will be the day which no person shall have power to do anything for another and the decision that day will be holy and only with Allah so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying that in that day the day of the day with judgment how the people will be two groups Abrar or Fujjar righteous or wicked believers or kafirs, dwellers of Jannah or dwellers of hellfire but is no way no comparison because the Abrar is Fina'im and the Fujjar is in Jaheem a big difference between the one leaning in the couches enjoying rivers from milk and honey 
and served by young boys, and all what we see, nothing except to bring happiness to their hearts and coolness to their eyes. A big difference between this and the wicked one, that when they cry, no answer, and when they beg for a water, they be given a boiling water, and they will be given the bust of the people of hell fire. Which one you want to be among? Which place you want to be? Where you want to go? Is now and today, while you are still alive, you need to make this decision for yourself. Which way do you want to go? Whatever seed you planting today, is going to be the fruit of tomorrow. If you, a righteous person, knew about Iman and Islam and Ihsan, about Salah and fasting, you're going to be in delight in Naeem. And if you be adultery and fornication and usury and neglecting Salah, no covering and all these haram things, you'll be in Jaheem, blazing fire. Which one? We have to think about it. The choice is now, not tomorrow. We are setting the choice. We are making the bed which we are going to sit and lay on it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا هُمْ عَنْهَا بِغَائِبِينَ Those people of Jannah, they will be in Jannah. And the people of her fire, they remain in fire. And they are not going to be absent from it. They are going to be there forever. وَمَا هُمْ عَنْهَا بِغَائِبِينَ And this will be happening when? This is the day of judgment, the day of recompense, the day of doing, giving the good doer good, and giving the wicked one sin, and committing sin gives them punishment and hellfire. So, who will tell you about the day of judgment? And how you can reach to imagination and figuring the day of judgment? It's beyond your ability. It's beyond your imagination. You could not even imagine how serious it is. But enough for you to understand that it's different from that day here, from this dunya here. Because in that day, يَوْمَ لَا تَمْلِكُ نَفْسٌ In that day, no soul can help another soul. No human being can help the other human being. It is the day when the son will be run from the father, and the mother will be running from the baby, and the husband run, from, run away from the wife, and the wife turning away from the husband, and everybody have enough things to keep him busy with his own self. It is the day that the affair only in the hand of Allah. 
and the final decision only with Allah. Everything in the day will be determined only by Allah, not by a king, not by a president, not by a shura, not by a court, not by anything. No one can help anybody, not anybody. Even the messengers, the prophets, they say, Nafsi, Nafsi, my soul, my soul. Everybody tries to think only about his own self. Only yourself. So, do something for yourself now. And today, and this moment, and every night, before you go to sleep, Think about it. What did I do today to save my soul? What did I do today to save my soul? What did I do today to save my soul from the torment and the hellfire? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the abrar, those who will be in the light forever with the prophets and the messengers and with the good people. Ameen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this beneficial for the speaker and the listener. Jazakumullah khairan. If any question concerning the surah, please feel free to ask. In conclusion, we ask Allah that he brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 114-57, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax 497-0126 If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh